When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Following the guilt is the shame. All right, so there's a reason why this happened, and it's something that I did. Mm-hmm. And you start to go back to all of the past reasons. I went back to the stuff that I started thinking when we lost the first child. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm a bad person. I'm not supposed to have kids. I'm never going to have kids. Like, but that's uh, not true. I have Drew. Drew's right. amazing. So then why didn't I get this one? Because he was also amazing. Like, there was something here. I was supposed to have this. But I don't. Why not? Like, you know, trying to rationalize it. I'm not coming up with anything. And I'm calling out to God. I'm asking for answers for something. I'm just trying to just hear a voice. And I'm getting absolutely nothing back. Yeah. And so, we. <laughs> that'll give me some answers if not it'll take me away from my lack of understanding and answers in this area and it did all right we're good one two three let me step into the moon am i the one you see when you get into the moon I tell them pump them keys while I keep up with your shoes. We got a real nice thing in the pattern of the groove. I can feel it flowing through. I see the song so clear when you roll it down your back. As a matter of fact. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning about grief. And learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. Welcome all new and veteran listeners. <sighs> We're back. We're back. Season four. We're recording again. Yes. This is happening. Oh my God. I missed you. I missed you. On these mics. I know. We really needed it. Yeah, this is we like, really. this is how, well, first of all, this is like, this is FaceTime. Mm-hmm. This is like real FaceTime for us. So this is nice. Yeah. To see you in, in your element. I know. Back creating with you you excited about this season excited i am excited though it's fair if there are other words to describe yes, you. i am excited to be known yeah what do you mean by that like this season is really for us yeah and i think it'll be a really good way for our listeners to just know us better and for us to get uh more comfortable with ourselves yeah because we ain't told y'all shit in the last three seasons so this is <laughs> <laughs> This is this is the real right. Mikey and Randy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. It's good to be potting again. It is. Yeah. We get right, better so each episode. Each episode. Do. Okay. <laughs> so let's go. Let's get into it. All right. So this season's theme is grief, y'all. Um, where we share the sadness, breakthroughs, triggers, ways life goes on, and more since the loss of our son Noble, who was born on July twenty fifth 
at 23 weeks in a day so yeah last season our episode our last season our theme was taking our shit back and that went really well it was a fail <laughs> our shit said you thought <laughs> and so this season we're, we're gonna talk about grief. our shit had hands yeah our shit met us outside. they said <laughs> it said it wasn't gonna jump us and it did ain't um, nobody gonna jump you come on <laughs> we got beat and so Just this season we're gonna, we gonna talk about it so mm-hmm. in this episode we're talking about turning to vices in the season of grief. And we're going to use like the actual words when we get into this episode. But for now, we're just going to refer to them as vices. Yeah. <laughs> so in our first segment, we're going to discuss why we turn to smoking and drinking and the effects it had on our marriage, ourselves personally, and how it impacts slash impacted slash affected our grief. Second is our fight or flight where I'm going to bring a fight to Mike about why he is always trying to kill us. I'm always trying to kill you. Yep. You're going to use an absolute. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to kill you. There may be some validity to this. I won't fight it yet. Yes, because you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, wait, who's the us that you're referring to? Me and you? You, me, Drew? Your family. Me, you, and Drew. And you know what I'm talking about. I don't. <laughs> Finally, y'all, we'll wrap it up with our PDA segment where we will share something we're proud of for each other and or express some gratitude. Y'all know how it goes. Right. <sighs> All right, y'all. Let's get into it. Main topic. <laughs> so the title of this episode is what? We are really we high. We are really high. What does that mean, Randy? No. Really, really high. Really, really high, high tonight. This morning. <laughs> Mikey. At 12, 9 a.m. There's not true. There was one day that I, what do you know? There was some, there was some mornings, Randy. I had some mornings. Oh, okay. I thought you I were saying like now. No, not right now. We're not only talking about right now. This is in reference to when. Yeah. We were really high. Yeah. What's up? Break it down. So our backstory is, um, as many of you know, we were pregnant last year, 2021, and we also lost our son. And we took a break from podcasting. And in the midst of that break, well, we really needed that break one. But Mm -hmm. in the midst of that break, we... Had some other breaks. Yeah. We went through a lot. And what we're trying to do this season is really lay out the framework for everyone about what this grief looks like. Um, and to also just be, to be honest, but with tact, but real, you know, um, normal chapmanship. Yes. And to give people like just something to turn to, because we actually haven't talked about this, but I'm excited that this season is about grief because we live in a society that does not grieve when it desperately needs to. And we have mm-hmm. desperately needed to grieve. I think also on a, and on we maybe still a, need to, like we're still grieving. Yeah. Maybe on a level deeper than that. And we haven't talked about this, but. So the podcast is for. I think I just had the thought. Um, I'm also going through something personally that you're aware of, which trying to like get my stuff together, mm-hmm. figure my stuff out. And in this space is one of the spaces where I feel like I can actually put myself out there to be seen. Mm-hmm. So for any male struggling with anything similar to this, I hope that this like hit somebody like, or help somebody because I, I'm, I think I'm going to just kind of let loose you should. with this season. I already feel like your throat chakra is like really blocked. It, extremely, because I've been extremely of... quiet over the last six, six seven months. months because of whatever reason, whether I had to or felt like I needed to or whatever, yeah, or wanted to. And so I can feel it breaking apart already. Good. So yeah, we're going to talk. <sighs> so yeah, so our, so that's the backstory. And so once once Noble passed, um, I mean, we, we did a lot of things and we're going to start with the vices, okay? <laughs> Um, Step we just, one. Right. We really wanted to escape, you know, it's, you know, the usual things, wanted to escape among other things. And so we'll start with why we started drinking and smoking 
more and or for the first time. So baby first. So whenever I've lost somebody in the past and when you think of loss, a lot of the times you try to like rationalize it or figure out ways to deal with it in ways that you've done in the past. Mm -hmm. I've lost people when I was younger. And most of the time it was like just an escape thing. Don't go to places that you were with when you were with them uh, or do some things that make you think of happier times when you were with them, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. This was just very different in that it was our child. It was our first son. It was a just a traumatic however many months it was a traumatic pregnancy this just all of it um and so all of it was just really rough and I, I, the the main reason why i started smoking and drinking was just because i needed an escape nothing was working and my sober thoughts were setting me off what were your sober thoughts <laughs> so what's the first stop is usually like guilt mm-hmm. what were you feeling guilty about everything that you were experiencing i hate that you i hate i'm putting myself I put myself in a space where I just had to take a step back because I had to start somewhere. So I'm like just feeling guilty of the general loss of the child. I watched you struggle for so long and I, I felt bad because I was hyping you up that entire time, encouraging you like, hey, no, it's going to be fine. All we got to do is do these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm listening to all these things and we're following all these directions that doctors give us. And we're praying. We're praying the prayers. We're saying the words. We're doing the actions and posted notes around the house. And- all of these things are supposed to bring us, you know, ultimately the thing that we set out for our goal, our child that didn't keep that none of that kept him here nope but i did all <laughs> i did the things that i felt like a, a, a solid partner should do a good husband should do i also felt bad and this is not like as deep as the other reasons because i feel like i was drowning you what do you in water literally drowning you in water <laughs> um yeah, so you know my, randy's water broke yeah what week uh 18 and a half uh, 18 weeks. 19 okay and so for <laughs> two months right for a month right i'm just till i was 23 weeks we're because just, we're so we're trying to like refill this sack so i'm just like all right you drink your water you drink your water you drink your water like i'm constantly refilling this water bottle ice no ice you, you started getting too cold sometimes a gallon i was peeing all the time he was and also breach pee, gotta so, put it back in yeah we gotta so put just, it back in i feel like i was drowning you applying <laughs> like, yeah. this woman with water and your skin looked great no, I really was drinking more water. I couldn't drink water after we had him. After I had him, I couldn't drink water for like two weeks. Water is triggering. Like, I, I really couldn't manage to drink water. It's the little things now. Yeah. Um, but that was just just one of the reasons. Um, following the guilt is the shame. All right, so there's a reason why this happened. And it's something that I did. Mm-hmm. And you started to go back to all of the past reasons. I went back to the stuff that I started thinking when we lost the first child. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm a bad person. I'm not supposed to have kids. I'm never going to have kids. Like, but that's uh, not true. I have Drew. Drew's right. amazing. So then why didn't I get this one? Because he was also amazing. Like, there was something here. I was supposed to have this, but I don't. Why not? Like, you know, trying to rationalize it. I'm not coming up with anything. And I'm calling out to God. I'm asking for answers for something. I'm just trying to just hear a voice and I'm getting absolutely nothing back. Yeah. And so, we. that'll give me some answers if not it'll take me away from my lack of understanding and answers in this area and it did yeah it did um and i you know i'm a i'm a i'm a crossfader for anybody out there is wondering i have to i I drink and smoke at the same time when i smoke i just just do it provides a balance for me because the drinking i'm familiar with because i don't smoke as much i need to like wean myself into that space and because you know this new weed that these kids is smoking is different it's it's different they they got all types of skywalkers and everything got a color and an animal associated with it (laughs) we saw some shit called purple hulk what purple hawk some wild shit that doesn't just like exist now oh no bubblegum yellow dream ain't got time for all this shit so gum yellow dream they don't have nothing like how it used to be you know it used to just be reggie which is low level shit and mid, which is just evenly balanced shit. So and then loud, which is like this rapper weed shit. And so now everything is exotic and just does too damn much. So I needed balance. But yeah, so weed. 
Thank you, Mike. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I started drinking more and smoking really for the first time because I have spent all my life trying to be a really good girl, mm-hmm. you Except know, for the me. most part. Yeah. Okay, I was about you. <laughs> for the most part. Um, and it did not work. And I was just like, well, if none of this works, if it's all a fluke, right? Did not work in what way? Meaning like the things you set out to do didn't work I out. I thought that I would be rewarded. With for good ha- behavior. Right. And that I would get to keep my son. I thought that I would be rewarded for the way I've lived my life, for getting married, for waiting to have the kids. You know, I thought I would be rewarded for following the rules, for never smoking, you know, for like never doing these things. That, oh, how much time you wasted? Young yeah, one. I'm just like, I've been out here bored, you know, like <laughs> because I thought that I thought that like God would see me, you know, and no, and, you weren't high enough. To and him. and and let me keep my son. I get it. And it does not work that way. And I, my therapist was like, you know, the reward cannot be things we can't control. The reward cannot be mm. vitality. You know, we can't control how long somebody we love lives, no matter how good we are. And if you're being good for a reward, are you really being good? And do you want to be? And what does that mean? You know, it was a whole bunch of like existential crisis. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That's a complicated question and answer. I think I'm going to smoke. <laughs> I think I'm going to smoke. I think I'm going to drink some more, you know? And it was great. I mean, it, and a lot of people who have lost children who have had um miscarriages or there's not a lot of people we know who've had infant losses at least they haven't come forward with us but a lot of people who had miscarriages um and there are actually there are a few who've had who've had some baby losses but um a lot of them t- was like hey you, you need something to smoke you know <laughs> can i bring you some alcohol like they oh, all was man. like we don't you don't have to feel your feelings right now but with the strands we was getting gifted but, um, in the first days gifts mm. okay so yeah Could- um that was that was why I started, did more, you know, all the things. All right. So That's fair. Well, I want you to start this next one off, actually. Okay. So how did drinking or smoking affect our marriage, in your opinion? Um, in the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> I felt really connected to you, right? It was like, oh, we were just two, like we were spouses and we're the only two people in the world who know what this is like. Mm-hmm. We're the only two people in the world who has who have lost this son and you know, it wasn't like you're going outside to smoke and I'm sitting inside reading the book. It's like, no, let's go together. You know, we're watching Loki high. Which may not and have it been was the best. Not smart. It, there was one episode where the, the, the intro, intro was thing, trippy. I was like, what is happening? I think it's the last episode. If y'all look at it, at the intro, the screen starts sort of tilting, tilting to the right. So both of us are turning our head. head. I'm like, you know what? Loki is not it's that not show to watch tonight. when you aren't supposed to. Yeah. So. Yeah. So <laughs> I felt like, oh, you know, I felt like in camaraderie with you, mm-hmm. um, especially in those first few weeks because you still had time off of work. And so we were together all the time. Drew was still gone um, so that we could, like, get our bearings. And I just felt more connected to you. Okay. And I'll save my second one for after you. That's so right. how about you? How do you think it affected our marriage? At first, I, I thought that it didn't. Really? I was like, oh, this is I was like, so we're accepting that this is fine, <laughs> which is which is, you know, that's that's textbook. Mikey and Randy, we're accepting of each other. We under, there's understanding immediately mm-hmm. when it comes to certain stuff. Um, So at the start, you want no judgment. I woke up whatever seven o'clock pre-roll ready <laughs> <laughs> I went outside i'm walking group through my neighborhood and I'm, I'm i've never i'm just not this person um i am an outside smoker but usually you know go find a spot on the back porch sit down enjoy yourself mm-hmm. i am walking through my neighborhood mm-hmm. walking group to go poop and just i don't care 
I genuinely do not care. But by the time I get back home, you know, I have like a good nice high and I'm prepared for you to wake up so that we can now smoke together yeah. and drink the other space that I'm in. But the the conversations hadn't changed. The energy between us hadn't changed. Like we're both we're on the same page. Like we're grieving. We're not okay. We're accepting of that. But I could tell that something was gonna change. Mm-hmm. And I guess that'll I'll save that for my second one, but Okay. Yeah. I eventually think that we became very toxic friends. You know, <laughs> we're that friend that's constantly enabling the other to do stupid shit. No, I don't have and those friends. Tell me tell me what happened. You know, it's just we weren't it wasn't like I need examples. <laughs> I was really more like, Okay, leave him alone. Like, what do you do after you lose a child? What do you do? I would be high and drunk all the time too. And I was. And you were. <laughs> and we were, like you said, we kind of just let each other be. Um, it wasn't necessarily, you know, constructive. And we'll get to like, wh- like it wasn't. standards at that time. I mean, I think it was, we had to do it, right? It's part mm-hmm. of the grief, right? It is part of like the process, the, the avoiding grief. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't think like, I think that if we were of sound mind, if we were healthy, if we were well. <laughs> if we didn't lose a child. Right. That's the only way that was We happen. would not have been like. Hey, yeah, it's perfectly normal. It's eight AM and you're and you're high. I remember when I woke up from a nap and you were dancing in the kitchen, and I was trying to figure out why this looked so odd. Oh yeah, I was cooking. Um, you. I was asleep. I, you were asleep. I went outside. I was smoking, and I watched Space Jam. Horrible movie, by the way, but it's really acceptable as an adult when you're. No, high. you weren't. I don't think you had smoked yet. But what, this, that's not what you told me. I remember I woke up and I was looking at you, and I was like, "Why is this so odd?" And I remember it was the first time you were smiling. And like four, like since we lost Noble, and I was like, Mike, are you okay? You're like, I'm really drunk. Oh, that time. Oh, <laughs> no, I was no, like, no, that was different. I was like, yeah, cause I hadn't seen you smile since July 25th. Yeah, so that and I was like, that, that time was um, that was Duce. This is not an ad. Um, it was really bad. Anyone who listens to the podcast, I am a heavy crown drinker. That is my my space. However, my brother has been talking about Duce my entire life, and he loves it. And so I decided to buy a bottle or two. And, and you were gone and i just remember oh, it, thinking I like gone. i was i was out this of is it. like our norm but it just it, at some point it was like this is not like we can't keep this up and i know we're getting ahead yeah, we'll, but like we'll, we'll it was there, i i eventually realized that like we are not we, friends don't let friends keep doing this you know friends don't let friends keep doing this like, it wasn't, and in terms of like how it affected our marriage i think it just i don't know i think in your marriage i think we both hoped that in our marriage one of us would be up if the other was down well historically speaking that's exactly how our marriage worked um if i'm down you're you're solid mm-hmm. and you you can you you have enough balance to be like all right let me just pull you back to a space that makes sense mm-hmm. um and when you're down same like all right i can set my stuff I can if, even if I'm going through something or vice versa, if we're going through something, I can set my stuff, my stuff aside for a moment mm-hmm. and give her the room to like, all right, let me pull my partner back. But we both was down and, and balance is like there's no there's no let me stand up to like pull you up right now. I'm What I'm not going to do is pull you down further. Like I'm not yeah. like we wasn't about to there, there's no introduction of hard drugs in this house. Like you're not about to start sticking in the arms. But there is there seems to have been like a, a mutual understanding that we will be as healthily destructive as possible. Mm-hmm. during this time period because that's what that's what's necessary yeah and somewhere along the line through that process that's what led me to my second thing okay. um started getting like a looser tongue and i started realizing like all right i remember after we, we lost the when we had the, the miscarriage and i was really really surprised by the fact that you wanted to try again mm-hmm. as soon as you brought it up because it was it was i i, I didn't i didn't know how the conversation was ever going to go i didn't know who was supposed to be the one bringing it up um but we were both in alignment with, you know, wanting to have a child. Mm-hmm. And so there was just a little bit of fear there of how that would go. 
am I am I going to come across as like the ass that's pressuring his wife that's just been through this thing um, after also going through this with her to like have a child? Is she going to never want to have a child with me again? Is this like is, is it just going to be us? Because that's mm-hmm. fine too. Like I can I know people like couples that are like that. Like it's just them, and you just came out of nowhere. Like so, you know. I think we should start having. I was like, oh, we had that talk at the doctor's office. I know, but you, but you brought, but you brought it up, mm-hmm. and I was just, I was confused. I was like, well, yeah, I, I do. You sure? And you was like, yeah. What, what do you mean? Okay, and this has. I was wondering when we were gonna start talking about the hospital, but I wasn't in a space where I was, I was like, like bringing it up. But I think slowly but surely, the drunker, the higher that we got, the more we started talking about the like what happened, mm-hmm. um, not just what we were feeling, but what the fuck happened two days ago. Mm-hmm. What happened last week? What was that conversation on the phone about? What ha- that doctor's visit. We started putting pieces of stuff together, um, and I think that it started it started creating different different conversations, like which led us to smoking and drinking more. I recognize I was smoking and drinking really? less. Oh yes, less. Because we were talking yeah, less, more. Yes, less, yeah. less, less. And so I was like, oh, oh, so that was the progression of this. So us like getting our it started loosening out our t- like yeah, so that we, we're actually talking. Yeah, because I do remember I didn't know what had happened because I. I had an emergency C-section, so yeah. I was put to sleep. And so I don't know. I didn't know for months what time Noble was born. I didn't know. I, I, I had knew, all these things in my mind, but yeah. like we were not. I didn't know like yet. all the things they tried to do to keep him here. I didn't know. You didn't know any of the things that happened after they put after you they back in the room and put you yes. to sleep. I um, had no clue. And so as we, yes, during that time frame, it you started. You start getting pieces and pieces of like a puzzle birth that story, just yes. creates more of a of a picture for you and i think i think that also made it a little bit more clear to you as to why i was bugging out the way i was mm-hmm. and why I you were finally to like, telling me what happened because i didn't know when you woke me up you were telling me hey he's right here but he's not gonna be here for long he's not gonna make it but you had ha- already had him to yourself for like so long outside of the womb that i was just like you know all i know is from the moment you woke me up but none of the in-between stuff so yeah definitely i agree it definitely got us talking, which had which helped us to stop. <laughs> but I don't think that I was going to get to that point until so I, unless I was as high or drunk as I was, whether I was journaling, writing stuff in my phone or trying to organize my thoughts. Yeah, because I wasn't just trying to escape. I was trying to like straighten it out. I was trying to get myself like I was trying to find solid ground. Yeah. Whatever that looked like. So I could pull myself back up so I could be solid enough to start doing some other shit for you mm-hmm. um, or for us, whether that was like cleaning up the damn house. Because mm-hmm. um, I think once we got home. Then we already had a recliner like three feet away from the TV and we was just in the living room. We rearranged it because I couldn't sleep in our bed. You didn't want to go to the bedroom anymore. I literally couldn't. Like I I couldn't. And so I was like, I can't go lay back down. I did all that laying down for weeks and months and it didn't And plus at that point, your kidneys was like sparkling clean. This is not a, this can be considered inappropriate. But I've seen, Randy got a C-section when she gave birth to Drew. Mm -hmm. When that happened, I saw the inside of your body. I know. I know what everything looked like. Mm-hmm. This time around is the same situation, and your your insides are so clean because I drink so because much of water, all of the water. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I felt like you were also safe to drink as much as you did when you was drinking. Yeah, my skin was so clear. Um, is this morbid? I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. So what have we learned about ourselves and our grief with drinking and smoking? So you kind of touched on this, but I realized, like, like it wasn't. It wasn't giving what it <laughs> what it's supposed to what it said give. it was supposed to. It's supposed to like save you and like help you, and it mm-hmm. wasn't doing because because you have to come down, and that's why I stopped smoking because I realized that come down one time I smoked after you had smoked and everything, and and everybody was asleep, and 
My high came down. You didn't do the you didn't you didn't do the proper thing, which was to also go to sleep. You were supposed to like it was supposed to feed into I your did. I fell asleep. Shutdown. No, yeah, it didn't. I did it, it did like not. in the middle of the day. I mean, y'all, it was crazy. And so by the time my high comes down, it's like eleven PM. Everybody's sleep. I'm out. Drew out. And it's just me and my feelings. Mm-hmm. And it was scary. I hadn't realized how high I was. I hadn't realized how much I wasn't feeling. Quality shit. I mean, when I tell you, it hit me like, no, your son is dead mm-hmm. and no one's awake and it's just you. And now you have to do all this crying that you didn't do from the afternoon till now. Well, and from yesterday was, afternoon. Yeah, until- like it was, it was really, I mean, I've never been, I've only been scared like that one other time. Hi. And that happened later. But <laughs> that wasn't. <laughs> That's another That's story. another story. But um I was really afraid and I was like, you know what? This isn't I can't do this anymore. I would rather feel my grief in increments. I would rather feel it by hour by hour mm-hmm. than feel it all at once at 11 p.m. at night. Yeah. By myself. You can't wake you up cuz you out, you know, cuz we've also been like up and crying and grieving, you know, for days and days and days. So by the time we finally do get to bed, we're exhausted. And you know, Drew is reading the room, you know, and We've, you know, we've had help and things, but everybody's sleep, you know, and I know not to wake anybody up. And so I just remember feeling like I can't keep, I can't do this. It's not actually protecting me. It's just like stalling the inevitable, Mm -hmm. which is like the breakdowns that come after you realize over and over and over again that there is no baby. So I was like, yeah, this ain't, this ain't gonna work. I mean, and that ultimately feeds into my thing, which is the over encompassing point that it's not sustainable. Yeah. It's not sustainable at all. I learned immediately that this is not for me, which is a lesson I already knew, which is why I didn't smoke like that anymore anyway. Yeah. After college, I let smoking go. I was I was a I was a black and mild nigga and I smoked weed. Like it was it was not healthy. Yeah. Um and so I you know, I cut that I stopped smoking and then I cut down on drinking, period. And then I started drinking again because you know life um <laughs> and teaching just comes with the territory. But it's not that it's not sustainable just because like money wise, it ain't worth it. <laughs> I have a problem the visual like of burning money (laughs) like i consider it just burning money there's shit that we got to do and i don't got time also i'm also one of those people that's not comfortable smoking around their kids Mm -hmm. so like she got to be gone which means i got to set up the perfect situation for me to smoke Mm -hmm. and like it's it's too much Mm -hmm. it's too much it requires too much work i'm just not cut out for it whereas it's i can just pour something in a cup and continue moving and i don't want to be drunk all day because i also have other shit that i need to do Mm -hmm. and drinking at work i have nothing negative to say about drinking at work um (laughs) But you can only escape something for so long, right? Mm-hmm. Like eventually the escape leads to an ending. There's supposed to be an ending there. And that ending can't then be another escape. Right. Or another one or another one or another one. You realize you've just been avoiding reality for too long. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you're right. You're going to have to come back down. And the, what you expressed where you were like, I, I would rather feel feel my, All feelings my feelings throughout the day throughout the day rather than just having crashing down on me. I'm, I'm in a space now six months later where like, all right. I would rather feel something every day, bit by bit, in order for me to like take it in manageable pieces for me mm-hmm. in spaces where I can and create space for me to do so than to actively avoid it all the damn time mm-hmm. or to overwhelm myself with it in times where I can't afford to overwhelm myself with it. Because it was getting difficult because, you know, shortly after we came home, I had to go back to work. Yeah. And like I'm on camera and I'm talking to people and I'm like fighting tears because mm-hmm. I... I have to work because bills and I don't want to do any of it. Like I, I'm also in a space where I don't want to do shit. I just mm-hmm. don't want to do nothing in this space, but I have no choice. Um, like I'm a slave to like the way the world works and patriarchy. Um, <laughs> so I realized like, this is not sustainable. I have to find 
what is sustainable because something needs to sustain me because I am wasting away. Yeah. I'm wasting in ways, away in ways that I've seen before. I've seen adults in my life and my family go through hard shit and just kind of give in to whatever their vice was. I've lost family members and loved ones to suicide. I can see a path. I see a couple paths that are very, very clear in how they end and how they could possibly affect my relationship with my wife, um, my relationship with my daughter, which mm-hmm. is the biggest deal in the world to me. I'm like, I'm not, go- I can't go down those paths. So then there's an immediate like, all right, let's cut it out because you're wilding. Also, let's let's address some of the things that you're avoiding. What's the first thing you're avoiding? Talking to your wife about what the fuck we just did last week. Mm-hmm. So let's go talk to Randy about what we just did last week. Hey, are you in space? Do you feel like, how are you feeling? To, like, I don't, I don't remember who the first one was to say, how are you feeling right now? Like, it wasn't obvious. Mm-hmm. But we kind of, instead of saying what the obvious answer was, which is, I'm sad, I mean, like, we, we took it a step further. I don't remember what day that was or who did it first, but that was what set everything else off. Everything else. Whereas it was like, all right, so we'll cut down on the vices and escaping for a minute and start building back on the normal shit, which is having some conversation and organizing our thoughts and trying to get back into some form of of dealing with this in a healthy way. Also, because time is passing. Drew's home. She's no longer staying with somebody who's like watching her. Um, We have to get back to work and we have to start thinking about his memorial. This was all during that same time where I was going to like pick up his ashes. It was Mm -hmm. just it was it was it was it was was too much. It was it was it was very very overwhelming. And so during that time, they also just wanted no time for me. (laughs) Get high, like I wanted to like run away. There's no runaway time. Like you got to face it. So how are you going to face it? You going to face it as like the person who's about to break down every single second, or you going to take a breath, address some shit real quick, piece by piece, to be able to take these things on. Mm. escaping just ain't it ain't sustainable for our lifestyle it don't it really work it don't work and so um i mean you know it's fun while it lasted it was great it was and there's still <laughs> there's still remnants of it by the way i mean because I, I still got some rolled. okay Mike. wait for me. what <sighs> nothing we still drink but you know in social gathering <laughs> yeah i've even tried to right now i'm just on a little wine i can't even i can't that's because like, you keep trying other shit you ain't supposed to be doing what <laughs> edibles edibles is what it, we, we could talk about it for a minute because you and we'll edibles, edibles are terrible it edibles was... are terrible inventions I, I apologize no, i don't apologize for anyone out there who's listening if you enjoy edibles you make horrible life decisions mikey uh... cookies should just be regular cookies <sighs> trolleys should just be regular gummy bears or gummy oranges okay <laughs> that's where i'm at with okay. them. that's another conversation I had a bad experience that is a, that is another experience uh conversation engagement all right so a few questions when you grieve what vice do you turn to? And if you're in a relationship, how does that vice affect your relationship? Yeah, questions that need answers. Yeah. Let us know. Shoot us an email at blackmailmarriage@gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098. Or hit us up on social media like y'all always do and let us know what you are unlearning and learning about your grief. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're going to engage with y'all on this one because um, if you if you don't know, we get active in our stories and we ask these questions and we share your answers because we really want to like know. I feel like people, after my bonus episode where I literally was like, we did that question of the day thing or we did like some question about how was your weekend or something like that. And then we were talking about the wedding we had just went to and then I realized I am unwell. And I did my whole bonus episode about how I wasn't okay and Mm -hmm. how like, I feel like people have been in solidarity with me by not doing the question polls anymore <laughs> because it was a major trigger for me that day about noble because i was like actually this is not i'm not actually not okay you know and i don't want to be in my stories but we are saying that it is okay now to uh be to back talk in the to stories. us where we have decided to touch back down on earth and i wish you would stop lowering your it was just that one time, this entire time i had to itch my nose when i said something sorry <sighs> i was scratched my book is out while i talk into the mic i oh apologize god 
You love me. I'm I see the way a, you're looking at me. Do you? I do, do you see me? I do see you. see me? Okay. I see you moving your head from this mic. I see that. Okay, babe. This is one time. Okay, y'all. Thanks, y'all. pretty good. <laughs> When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's time for Randy and Mike's Fight or Flight. They've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause it's Fight or Flight. Fight or Flight. All right, let's beef. What you want? Okay, sir. Mm-hmm. I know you got a lot going on, all the stuff you know. Here she go with the bullshit. You keep cooking mm-hmm. and not turning the stove off. Randy. You keep cooking. Okay. And not turning the stove off. Okay. And Lord knows how long the stove is on before my Peter Tingle realizes (laughs) that there's something wrong. And I look back at the stove and it says, Uh surface on, hot surface. Mm -hmm. And it is still turned on Mm -hmm. after you finish cooking. We done ate. Mm -hmm. Maybe sometimes you've put up the dishes. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, babe, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. I keep thinking. Oh, babe, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep, you keep, you literally keep saying the mm-hmm. same thing. Got you. Every time you do it. Mm-hmm. So what Your is it? Your mocking me voice has not changed. What is it? Why do you keep, like, I don't understand. I feel like I don't sound Like, that I feel way like anymore. there's like some Freudian slip in this because you, you think I'm never trying to did this do what? before Noble passed. Mm-hmm. And now that Noble is gone, you are leaving the stove on. Yes. Well, on accident. <laughs> multiple times here's the thing i love you and just for context for anyone listening we have an electric stove i do not have gas leaking or burning at all times of the day it is an electric stove um and i cook it's still a stove i cook with the front two burners the main two those are my fr- those are my friends everybody has those key ones that they use mm-hmm. from time to time though depending on the meal that i'm making i use the back one mm-hmm. and sometimes i forget to turn it off after i've made all the plates put all the dirty it hasn't dishes just up in the back one Sometimes I forget the burner is on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about that because sometimes I also don't forget to turn the <laughs> burners off. To clarify, though, just so this, just so you know, I'm not trying to kill you or Drew or us. Yourself. I'm not trying to burn down the house. Okay. Um, nor do I think that the house would burn down if I just left it on all night and Does day. Doesn't matter. On, no, I don't think stove. that that's how. I think that I it think works. that eventually hot things. I don't think that is catch fire. Stop. We've seen nah, this as us. That's not how that works. With this, you don't know that. I, I'd, I'd be willing to bet money that if the stove just sat and it was on and nothing touched it ever, that it wouldn't burn down the house. You don't know that. I don't. So you're right. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to I'm gonna apologize. I'm gonna apologize <laughs> for the times that I left the stove on we and was absent minded. Keep the tally this year of the times someone apologizes for a fight mm-hmm. because it rarely happens. That's not true. What? I apologize. You're right. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we apologize like that. He'd be like, "All right, nigga, if that's what you left it." All right. Uh, so I, I apologize. Um, absentmindedness is just isn't a. It's an effect, a side effect of being a sad ass nigga. And I'm a sad guy. I know. So I apologize. I will. I will work on it. I keep looking but at stove now, like the stove now, and I'm concerned <laughs> that I've left it. I off. mean, I don't. It's I, off. It is off. It is off right now. <laughs> I will be better. Okay. I will do better. Okay. Please forgive me. I will. I do. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. PDA. PDA. Is it your first? My yeah, first? It's your our first. first um, it's our first PDA of the of the year. Of the season. Yeah. And the year. Mm-hmm. I figure out where I want to take this. Um, nothing old. Slightly new. New to you listening. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it all the time um we are in flux we are in a space where things are constantly shifting they have shifted out of a sad place into some sadder places in other areas of our lives um just as life is um you know ebbs and flows and throughout everything that's gone on since july of last year when we lost noble um to now there has been a couple of things that you have still been putting energy into that i'm super proud of and so i'm going to shout it out here because i love you and i love it <laughs> and yes that is wordy productions that oh, is your baby yeah i'm just super proud of you uh i'm gonna continue to do whatever i can as your street team uh <laughs> to put flyers on niggas windows and walk up like hey bro buy this mixtape or donations for a mixtape or you know just take it uh <laughs> so that people like check it out but i'm super proud of you i i have watched you put effort into things since you were like 15 mm-hmm. i've watched you try and i'm really proud of the way that you put you're all into and try to recommit yourself every once in a while, even when you get thrown off of, you know, your goal mm-hmm. um, or something slows your pace or sets you off or stops your progress. Um, how you just continue to like push through just as anyone does when you're starting a business for the first time or you're dealing with something that's important to you mm-hmm. that you're passionate about and that you're really fucking good at. I know that you're going to get exactly what it is that you want out of your management company because you're amazing. Um, you do really great work, as anyone listening to this can tell, because the audio that you're listening to right now, <laughs> the experience was... that we're taking you on is, is silky smooth. My voice don't know what you sound like. This actually sound horrible. But Mikey. It's Randy that does this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Randy. But I love you. And I I'm really, you. really proud of you and all Thank of the you. work that you put into Wardy Productions. And I know this is going to be a thing later. People will look back at this and be like, oh, that's what the fuck she was. Okay, so that's what she had going on. I'd have been proud of her, too. But I love you. And I, I know it ain't you. all fun. No, it's not. And I know there's other problems that you had that you didn't foresee that actually have nothing to do with your business itself or the setup of it or your clients. Um, But I'm proud of you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Well, my PDA, I um, you've also heard this recently, but no, actually, this is new. So at the time of this recording, we have gone on our first date. Um. We used to do Sunday date nights for people who mm-hmm. used to listen way, way, way back when we used to really commit to going out every Sunday. And now Sundays are noble days. That's the day he was born. Mm-hmm. And so some sometimes those Sundays are really sad. And sometimes those Sundays are like most really time. chill. Yes. Most times it's really sad. Most uh, other times it's chill. We're just all like in bed. It's like, you know what? <laughs> we're Not just gonna today. we're gonna dedicate this day of rest to our son. Yeah. Um but this past Sunday we went to um dinner mm-hmm. i had a lot of anxiety because it is still a pandemic and we have not eaten out in a restaurant in two years mm-hmm. but you know we wore our mask and things and we, we tried and you got us tickets to finally see spider-man yeah. <laughs> we've been trying to go but COVID, and we finally got to go 
and it was nobody there really like it was like six people in the theater and we got a side seat so we were like on a row all by ourselves it was great it was really great Just and the, I, the last time we saw spider-man in the theaters weren't you pregnant i with was drew? pregnant with drew we watched we spider-verse spider-verse yep we were the only ones in the theater no it was like another person it was like two it was like yeah. maybe another couple but yeah and one other guy, like a white guy with a laptop, I always think it's like movie wa- movie watchers like coming in. I don't know, trying to see like something. I don't know, but he he was there, and mm-hmm. that was the last time that we saw a Spider Man movie. I was pregnant with Drew, yeah. and it was our baby moon, and we were so mad about waiting as long as we did. We did to, see to it, watch man. this movie when your sister had been telling us for months, and it was amazing. Yes. Just like this last Spider Man was amazing we won't spoil anything for you all it was amazing and we finally got to see it and it felt nice to like it felt familiar and nice to go on a date and thank you so much for funding it and <laughs> thank you i mean it's really nice journal and it was just really nice it was nice to like put clothes on and you know have a babysitter to watch drew and mm-hmm. go out like we used to on nobles day on sunday and it was nice i mean you know it always feels like there's something and there's someone missing because there is yeah. And it was also nice. So we're in the, this constant state of yes and. This really hurts. This moment is kind of tainted. But it was nice to be with you. So thank you so much for planning that. You're welcome. Yes, everyone, That is a, this is the beginning of a series. <laughs> we will be doing the Sunday date nights. That might be my me trying my hand at, at TikToks. Um, <laughs> at, least, at least once a month, I would like to remember what it's like to be <laughs> just a couple. A couple. Um, so I'm trying to restore the feeling. So for January, dinner and a movie. Thanks, babe. I love you. I love you. The Black Millennium Marriage Podcast is is hosted and co-produced by Mikey and Randy Chapman. All episodes of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast are edited by Randy Chapman at Wordy Productions, Woo. a podcast management company. The podcast management <laughs> company we are now and still available on apple spotify, spotify stitcher google podcast and all other <laughs> favorite all of you all of your favorite streaming services right that's why i'm sorry we just got back it's okay it's okay y'all know we gotta <laughs> do this again we're gonna tighten up all right the black women marriage podcast fight or flight jingle was created by ebony janae at janae's jingles details are in our show notes what up e to support our podcast consider jumping on patreon yes at patreon.com slash black millionaire marriage there you'll get unedited edited and ad free episodes zoom meetings with us and more yeah man stop missing out on game nights i know we just had a fun our community meetings man it get lit on we patreon we played jackbox last time you're missing out on so many uh, mixtapes and then mikey does sometimes pay the winners of games i have always all always. except once because they was like nah keep it <laughs> that time <laughs> that you didn't time. the times you didn't you won each round oh that's true so, and i was trying to find i was gonna like i was gonna give it to second place no <laughs> it's like no that wasn't the rules winners get the money yeah man come on just just join us yeah and be sure to check out our website yes www.blackmillionmarriage.com and follow us on social media platforms on instagram we are black millionaire marriage on facebook we are black millionaire marriage podcast and on twitter we are chilling but feel free to follow. At underscore the Chapman. <laughs> Thank you again for listening, y'all. As always, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. 
by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.